Hi, I'm Emma. I'm Mary. And welcome to the Leading Ladies Podcast. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to talk to you right now. Literally, this is the first we've talked on the phone in literally like five days. It's been crazy. Wait, do you want to update everyone what's up with you? Okay, I will. I'm currently in New York City. I'm doing an acting intensive at the Stella Adler Conservatory of Acting. So I'm staying in the city for six weeks and it's incredible. I just started on Monday. So exciting. So since it's our second episode, I guess I kind of got ahead of ourselves here, but we're going to do a little <laughs> a little intro segment, um, hopefully each episode with what's new, a favorite moment from the week, and then just a favorite um, from the past week. So I guess what's new with Mary? She's in New right with now. me? I'm literally in New York City. It's so weird to just like not be visiting. Like, I don't know. I don't feel this pressure to like do a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Does it make sense? Like today during my lunch hour, I just like walked around and I didn't have a purpose i didn't like have a destination i just walked around and it was great that's so fun wait so where to give people context you're on nyu's campus right so yes stella adler is part of nyu but it's not on nyu's campus stella adler is on 27th street okay so basically it's in chelsea oh that's such a nice area it it is really nice so i mean i just like walked around i don't know i haven't really talked to my mom in like a week so i called her when i was walking and it was just super nice today it was completely sunny and 75 out so it was perfect for walking that's so nice and how was your like first two days of intensive what's your schedule been like so far <laughs> intense <laughs> <laughs> um it's like crazy i mean i have class 10 to 6 and then a lot of homework it's basically like an extension of my bfa program at school it's just like different acting techniques so it's been super interesting and my teachers and professors are fantastic i'm just so happy oh my god that's awesome i'm so happy to hear I that know. and like it's just it's so cool that you're doing that so i'm glad that you are gonna get to update everyone and you'll probably have really good experience. The only thing missing is you. Aw. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that you have something good. What's new with you? Um, So really not that much. I mean, I've just been working this week. Probably a lot of people know I'm just staying home for the next two months to work. I think we talked about it last podcast too. But yeah, my work schedule is actually heavier than it normally is this week just because the kiddo that I drive for and nanny for, he was his last day of school and he's been having like half days. So this whole week I've been oh my god sitting for him yeah it has actually been really fun like he's a great kid so that's um, so sweet you're really good with kids oh thank you yeah i love kids so it's not been bad but i've just been so exhausted um especially the past two days because i have gotten up and been out the door by seven. Oh and my then, god yeah then i get back at nine and then i basically change go straight to yoga for an hour come back and then i have to take a shower and then leave to go pick him up and then i hang out with him and he's like super active um, oh my he god do yeah he doesn't get like electronics during the day so just, you're like, in charge yeah yeah we just like do things outside for a few hours and then when i get home at three i'm literally just like i need a nap like i get so tired so easily yeah so, that's draining oh my goodness it is wow yeah. 
I'm definitely not out the door by 7 a.m. I'm like, I'm waking up at 7. So oh, no. that's perspective because I was like, complaining about that today. <laughs> but now that like, you have to leave, it's ah. Yeah, really this summer, having to be out the door by 7 has truly pushed my morning routine to its minimum like oh duration. I literally on multiple days have gotten out of bed at 6.55, washed my face, brushed my teeth, put on exercise clothes, not even brushed my hair and put it in a bun and then left. Girl, that's <laughs> crazy like you know how both of us like our mornings okay so for context i'm staying in upper west side on 103rd street and west end avenue it's like it's a pretty easy ride down the one train but i have to make time for that so like if my class starts at nine i have to leave at 8 15 mm-hmm. and i like so my morning so yeah like tomorrow i'm gonna wake up at 6 30 and like hop right in the shower yeah well i think also it's different when you have to be out the entire day like we both need our morning routine to get ready for a long day but because i have that time between Oh, dropping yeah. off and then going to yoga slash like I'm going to yoga so I'm gonna get sweaty and gross anyways so like you know what I mean why put together something nice and then after yoga I shower and I like put on an a- actual clothes and not like workout clothes and then go and pick him up and hang out with him but I think if I were to be gone the entire day I definitely need more of a routine which that's gonna be happening tomorrow so <laughs> we'll see how early I actually have to get up tomorrow morning but uh, we'll have to find out about that yeah. do you want to move on to um do you have like a moment from this oh, week yeah. I don't know we're trying to like organize our intro we wanted to do like what's new a moment and a favorite yeah so we've gone over what's new so I guess my moment would be just like hanging out with the kid I don't want to like say his name or anything obviously for privacy and everything but he's so sweet and he he's in third grade um and he's like a little bit quieter but he's such a cute kid he's just so nice um and I was playing volleyball with him on the trampoline which was really funny it was his idea he's like let's play volleyball I was like oh my god perfect like a sport I can actually play and he's, <laughs> he's very athletic he goes to this school that's very heavy on sports so mm-hmm. even at like a young age so he can play like pretty much any sport at like you know like a basic level um, <sighs> so I was like great finally one that I actually know <laughs> more about than he does it was nice to just be on the trampoline and just like playing outside and just not worrying about things I don't know it was nice that um, is nice yeah what about you what was your moment this week oh my god well honestly there's been a lot of moments but I just came from class at six and my aunt she does broadway stuff and one of her best friends is teaching some of the classes at the intensive and he was teaching like a cabaret class for us today and i got up and i sang and it was just super fun to like work through a piece and i don't know i just i hadn't sung in a while like for people Mm -hmm. so i don't know small things but very fun yeah well i mean that's the whole point of it right just like a little moment but that's so fun um mary sends me like videos of her singing all the time and i always show them to everyone i'm like look at my friend singing she's great <laughs> appreciate her <laughs> yeah you'll have to send me if you get like videos or anything of the stuff that you're doing which i hope you do like i think so I yeah should. you should send them to me so maybe we'll, well post you know one what? on our instagram oh, stories oh i'll post God. one on the instagram stories mm, maybe <laughs> i don't know it's like it's a weird thing being an artist because well that sounds pretentious uh, an aspiring artist it's like you know what you're capable of mm-hmm. but like it's about like can you even like get there in front of other people you know Mm 
Mm-hmm. That is like a good way of putting it. The artist's yeah. struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then last thing was favorite. So I guess my favorite from this week, definitely yoga. I did a Friday roundup, which I sometimes do just to like round up what's been going on in my life and stuff. Um, and I talked about core power yoga. So I've just gotten an unlimited membership for this month at least. And I really, really love it. Like it's been so great. And I feel so much more flexible. I just, I think it's so good for my mental health. I, yes. Yeah. Also like they're hard workouts, but you, it doesn't feel as like tiring on your mind. It's kind of great. It's like invigorating for your mind, but tiring for the body, which is a very difficult thing I feel like to get in a workout. But I, I've never sweat more in my life than in these yoga classes. I kid you not. And they're not even heated. So I don't even want to know what hot yoga is like. Definitely. I, I tell you, I won't be finding out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to do like that free week at Core Power because you've inspired me because guys, you know how I love Orange Theory. Well, in the city, it's $300 a month. So I had to freeze my membership for the month. <laughs> so I need to like find ways to work out. Yeah. So just struggle because Orange Theory works well for me because like to be quite frank, I'm lazy, but I love working out. <laughs> So if I get it all in in an hour and someone just tells me what to do, it just the structure of it works so much better for me. Mm. Also, if you don't show up to class, they charge you money. So it makes you go. What is your favorite bin this week, though? I'm okay, curious. Emma, you're going to be totally surprised by this because like, you know that I do not wear lip products mm-hmm. at all. But I was at Ulta the other day and Tarte has this, I don't know how new this line is. It's like their vegan line. It's, I don't know if, is the line called Sugar Rush? I'm not sure. Oh yeah. I think that is like a new line. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with makeup recently, but maybe somebody who's listening will know. Let us know. Somebody tell us. We don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I wear like mostly Maybelline. So, <laughs> but it's a lip oil and they have different flavors, right? So it's so good for me because I have like the most chapped lips ever. So that's why I never wear lip products because it just, bothers me but this honestly feels like it's like a tinted chapstick but it's oil based Mm -hmm. and i got the flavor i don't know they're flavored it's weird like this one is dragon fruit (laughs) it tastes really good so i've been loving that we could do a podcast on our beauty routines and stuff but okay we've spent like so long (laughs) i spent 15 minutes on our intro have to crop some of it it's fine um but today's episode is going to be about our freshman year reflection um Yeah. yeah Ah, freshman year. (laughs) I don't know how else to respond to that. (laughs) I know. I mean, I know Mary and I kind of talked about it, but we were sort of figuring that obviously it's the beginning of the summer. We're already like, what, like three weeks in at this point. So we thought, yeah, before we like jump into looking ahead to sophomore year, it might be nice to kind of just do a wrap up and a reflection of how our freshman years went and just any takeaways we might have and just kind of some context for any of the advice we might give later on as well so um, right I think freshman year is such a big transition year for everyone and I think that if I was a high school senior going into college like I would want to know the good the bad and the ugly you know Mm -hmm. not just what you see around so hopefully this will spark something in somebody and like give them peace of mind because I really could have used that yeah no I totally agree so we made a google doc um, (laughs) of course (laughs) 
<laughs> Google, sponsor us. <laughs> Essentially, we've divided it by semester. So I guess we can start kind of with first semester and talk about like the highs and the lows. Um, do you want to go first? Okay, so when I think of like the highs of my first semester, <laughs> the number one that came to my mind was the fact that I didn't have to take any gen eds. Mm-hmm. So okay, Emma's giving me, <laughs> I can see the look she's giving me right now. She's not, we're not in the same place, but I can just feel that look. Yeah, so I, I didn't take any gen eds my first semester. It was all theater classes and it was incredible. I do have to take a couple gen eds throughout my four years, but it's nothing like what Emma has to go through. <laughs> so I'm just so happy about that that was a high to just like jump right in away from all the core classes that I took in high school and just totally immerse myself in what I love. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't know. Jumping straight into your major is definitely something that's really great. But I guess even though, okay, I did have to take some gen eds, but I wrote as my first high that first semester it was really great to just spend a lot of time on my social and academic life. So I guess what I meant by that is just I didn't really take on many clubs or extracurriculars first semester. Um, and believe me, there were a lot of clubs <laughs> to join. Like, I don't know how I've heard that Penn is sort of unique in this. I don't know if it's necessarily true, but our like club process is on like another stratosphere. Like there are like multiple rounds of interviews, applications. It's like essentially getting a job. That's stressful. Um, yeah, for our club. So it is a huge time commitment. And then once you're actually in the club, it's also a massive time commitment. Um, most of the time, the positions aren't something that transfers over. So you have to reapply the next semester. So if you don't do a good job, you know what I mean? It's not like you can just kind of coast your way through once you're in. Um, so it's a huge undertaking and it's a process to even get into these clubs. And so I think once I realized that, I did apply for a couple things um, and, and didn't end up getting them. Partially, it wasn't my choice to not get involved with this many things, but at the same time, was kind of a conscious decision to limit the number of things that. I applied to in the first place. Um, And I think that that actually in the end ended up being really great because I was able to just kind of focus on spending more time both on like my actual academics, what I was doing and just kind of getting a foothold with that, but also just like spending time social wise, like so many things go on for semester and it's like such a great opportunity to meet people. I just spent a lot of time doing things that I probably wouldn't have been able to had I had that extra like pressure of being in extracurriculars. Um, And I think like a lot of my friends that joined extracurriculars ended up kind of in second semester being like, oh, I wish I had just like taken the semester off from it and not rushed into it so quickly, you know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds, I didn't know that that was such a stressful process at Penn, like even a yeah. club. Wow. No, it's a huge thing. And I, I kind of understand it because some of the clubs, like we have a consulting club. A lot of them are very like high level, like they actually have real business clients that they work for, but some of them are literally just normal clubs and all of them have this crazy application process so but yeah what, what was your next high for your first my next high well mm-hmm. I tried to think of like specific events because I mean I don't know like I, I had a lot of general things but this is such like a random memory but with one of my theater classes in the fall we went to the Broadway flea market in New York City so I go to school like 45 minutes outside the city so we all took the train in really early and we all volunteered at what is known as Broadway flea market so you know a bunch of Broadway stars and volunteers come together and sell like playbills, old costumes, stuff like that. It was just so fun to see a group of people who all cared about the same thing as me. I don't know. It was so nerdy, but I had the best time. 
I love that though. It was definitely a once in a lifetime experience. That sounds amazing. And I love little moments like that, like that, that kind of just stick out from the semester. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. I, I can even think like in second semester, like I won't get there yet, but like just like little things I just I have like grasped onto and just like I'm holding on to these like tiny memories. It's amazing. I mean, one of my biggest highs for first semester, definitely. I know you're probably going to talk about October, but. Oh, you're, yes, <laughs> I will talk about that. <laughs> in December, my group of friends and I, like, we all went out and had a big birthday celebration for me. And then one of my friends from home, Sarah, actually, she was in town for the Army Navy game and she like met up with us. And then we all went out afterwards. It was just such a fun night. We went and we got Korean food. It was so Oh, yeah, I had such FOMO that night. Good. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so so much fun. FOMO is real, guys. It's not that <laughs> real, though, for me. But for some people, it's, like, really bad. So beware of that. That was, like, one night where I was like, oh, my God, I need to be there. I mean, we definitely missed you. We it's had, okay. We had, fun. <laughs> we had fun on my next first semester high. So mm-hmm. basically, I texted Emma and was like, I'm coming to visit you. <laughs> and um, it just so happened that, like, timing of it all worked out that I was going to come for Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I take the bus to see her and I spend was it was it two nights it was one night I think in the fall it was one night in the fall yeah we just like did our thing we dressed up we you know we went out we had really good time I met her friends which was incredible and so important like meeting her friends was such a big deal for me I don't know that might be silly but we had such a good time and like it just made me want to come back more it was so fun like I think that was hands down and I also think the best pictures of the night like we had such good pictures that night we really did i don't know how but we did <laughs> but oh we, my god <laughs> yeah we also just like i mean my friends first of all love mary but also i love I think- them <laughs> shout out to all of them i know y'all are listening so hi yeah. i love you guys but they also like i think looking back everyone is like unanimously was like Halloween weekend was a riot like it was fantastic <laughs> it just really was i was so in many- my sparkly red shorts walking around it was freezing but you know it what? was so cold everyone was so cold but no one cared like mm, you know what it was fine i pushed through and had a great night wait you, i remember you got sick right after and we were both were like oh no <laughs> i didn't even write that on my lows for the semester but yeah i got bronchitis for five weeks guys that's yeah. that that's sucked. as a singer that really sucked but yeah no especially given that you have to use your voice in your classes like that kicks your butt even more than it would like that normally. was a problem it was genuinely yeah. a problem <laughs> okay oh give me another high i want to hear more this is so fun okay i guess just in general i know i already talked about my friends but just first semester was really the semester of just meeting really amazing people and i mean i could go on and on but just like meeting really amazing people just by chance that like i i'm kind of just looking back i was like wow that was definitely fate you know what i mean so mm-hmm. and also just coming to college in general but especially at penn like first semester i met so many people from literally around the world like my neighbor across the street or across the street across the hall, <laughs> the hall. But, like, Street, yeah. My neighbor across the hall was from Italy, but went to boarding school in Switzerland. The guy next to me um, was from New Zealand, like, and just like in general meeting people. Yeah, just like meeting people from literally everywhere and just having so many conversations. Because again, like, first semester, everyone's always just like eager to talk to people and just get to know people and make friends. So you end up having so many cool conversations with just random people about like different things um, that I don't think is necessarily the case once second semester kind of rolls around. So that was 
a huge high. Like, I just felt like my worldview and like my perspective was just fantastic. Like, I remember so during NSO, which that whole week of events for a new student orientation at the beginning of first semester was a massive high. But one of the night pen rents out the Philadelphia Museum of Art and throws a massive party for the freshmen. I remember like I was talking to our neighbor across the hall who did IB, right, in Switzerland. So I was talking to him about IB and like we're standing like in the art gallery of, I don't know, I think it was ancient Babylonian art or something, having this discussion about TOK that we both took in IB. And then this random girl overhears us and she's like, are you guys talking about TOK? And I was like, yeah. And, and she's like, oh my God, I took that class too. Did you? You guys do IB so we had this like whole conversation and we're all from like different places around the world it was just it, it was just a really amazing semester and like my worldview just like quadrupled like it was just great yeah that's a new <laughs> story for me too I didn't know that NSO was in an art museum yeah, so it was multiple nights of just like events and parties and various things that Penn was throwing. But the big finale was a massive party at the PMA. Like they had a DJ, they had like a professional chef cater from Philly. Um, and then we just got to go through all the exhibits and they just rent out the entire museum and you get to take pictures on the Rocky Steps. It was just really great. It was yeah. So fun. Oh, talking yeah. about the highs are so fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't want to be a Debbie Downer with the lows, but honestly, this is where you're going to like get the most out of it, you know, learn from yeah. our mistakes. You know what? Actually, I don't have any regrets, but like, don't make the same mistakes as us, as, at least as me. I'm speaking for me. Don't don't make the mistakes that I made. Exactly. Oh, gosh. And I'm sure you guys are expecting us to talk about this. But yes, homesickness is so real mm -hmm. guys i had never spent more than well i guess until i graduated high school i hadn't even spent more than like five nights away from home well i, I think about this like i've been on family vacations and stuff but nights away from home without my parents five so I got homesick really quickly and I was in a new state. I was just super nervous. I was so anxious. You know, there were a lot of things going on in my life at that time that I kind of had to pick up and leave behind. And I was just like, oh, I really wanted to be home first semester. But, you know, things changed, obviously. I'm like, now I'm like, let me go back to college. But it's so hard because a lot of people pretend like they aren't or, you know, they make up for it by going out all the time and stuff. And that's not really me. So I just felt super alone. And I mean, like my major is so close. All of us are really close. We're all friends. And, you know, I totally had a circle of people. Um, but I still, it just mm -hmm. felt like I wanted to be back in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about it from you too. And just being like, I don't know, it's such a difficult thing as well, especially first semester, because like, you're not really settled, and you want to ride it out and like, see if you can become settled. But it just feels like it's, it's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it and, took me a long time to settle, honestly. Yeah, but I don't even think it was that long. I think there's definitely a perception that the majority of people just kind of are automatically settled and comfortable in college but I don't think that's the oh, case oh honey that is not the case yeah I, I think most people it takes a while and a lot of people have rough first semesters I mean yeah I mean you're but, literally going from living at home with your parents to like having to I mean some of you may have like cleaned and done whatever I don't know you have to like this is something for me it was like I had to like do my dishes every time I used a dish mm -hmm. it was like little things like that you just had to like adjust to 
but I mean, yeah. college is literally the best, so it's all worth it. Yeah, and especially if you go to school out of state as well, you're just not, and we both went to schools where we didn't, no one else from our high school or like even really like our area that we knew at least were going to our schools. So you just kind of lose like your home base, like you lose all of the familiar things. And no matter how secure you are in yourself, being uprooted like that is definitely something that shakes you up. And it, I feel like it's normal for that to be difficult, especially when so many changes are happening around you. It's not just like you're moving your house, like you're literally changing your entire lifestyle as well as being in a completely new place with new yeah, people. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it is. But I think a lot of people definitely struggle with that. So if you are either listening to this and like, you know, struggling with it in the future, I guess, or if you're going into your first semester, just know like, I think that's definitely something that a lot of people Yeah, I think with. like a lot of things sort of came together for me at the same time, like the homesickness and then to get real on you guys. Like, I don't know. I think it's important for me to be honest with you guys. You know, I think it's helpful. I hope it is, but... I struggled really, really badly with my anxiety first semester. Um, I wasn't medicated and I was just miserable and not myself. So I just think that first semester for me is like, I don't even remember most of it. It was like rough, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. I, I had like such a literally fantastic second semester that it didn't, it just like, doesn't even matter to me anymore. Yeah, definitely a huge change like from first to second, but We'll get more into that soon, but yeah, <laughs> there's an upside to this story. There's a no, I don't really want to say any more lows. I mean, I guess my one low was that I wasn't in any shows, and I think that just contributed to all of the things that were happening. Like, I wasn't performing, so yeah, it's simple, yeah, simple as that. Some, yeah, it brings you a lot of joy as well. I guess in terms of my lows, I definitely less feeling homesick, but definitely there was a feeling of feeling inadequate first semester and dealing with like imposter syndrome I know is like such a buzzword especially in the very I don't want to say elite universities because that sounds so annoying but just universities with very intense academic reputations there's like a huge thing with the whole imposter syndrome thing especially when you get a bunch of people who were you know top of their class or close to it in high school and then you just put them in a university and suddenly you're like oh there's like a hundred people who are ten times more intelligent than me and also the classes are insanely hard and I'm doing way worse than I was before, you know? And I think a lot of people who are achieving at that high level like so much of their time and energy and identity can sometimes be built into being a high achiever and doing really well in school that when that maybe becomes less attainable that is like a huge issue so you feel like it was a mistake that you got in I guess is the whole point of like imposter syndrome but anyways like I definitely dealt with being in this environment where it's just like a huge fishbowl and like everyone is insanely intelligent and talented and did some crazy things to get in just everyone that you talk it's just a different kind of environment and also you know I did talk about like in the end looking back and being thankful that I didn't do as many extracurriculars but there was definitely moments in there where I was like wow like I'm not doing anything with my time I guess I was afraid that I wasn't taking the fullest advantage of Penn and being in college which looking back now was so silly like I I was what like one month into it like I could chill you know what I mean like it's first semester freshman year it's fine and that's what everyone told me as well but in the moment 
moment, it felt like, oh, yeah. I'm like wasting my time. Like I should be doing more things, which I think also ties into when you're dealing with like imposter syndrome, whatever, like you want to like take on more things because it makes you feel more secure. Like, oh, I'm being productive. I can do things, that kind of thing. When really that's not going to solve the problem either. You're just going to burn out faster. So I think all of those things were things that I dealt with. And also, I guess kind of on a related note, I remember wanting to expand my social circle and like get to know more upperclassmen. I know I mentioned that, you know, both Mary and I, we didn't go to schools where we knew people, but so many of my friends at Penn had networks through their high schools of people who had gone to Penn before them or like knew other people from their high school in that year. Just like a lot of people had networks already or had siblings there and I knew no one and I really wanted to get to know more upperclassmen just to have like that support system and the advice from people who are older than me and knew what they're doing and knew the ropes. Um, but I just didn't really know how and especially not doing many extracurriculars. I just was kind of like, oh, um, I don't really know how I'm going to do this. But that ended up being fixed second semester. So but yeah, overall, like first semester was a balance between lows and highs. But looking back, it was definitely way more positive. Than yeah, now that I think sure. about it, like I really did seem so negative about first semester, but I didn't even mention like I literally met the two like most incredible people first semester that I'm so close with who I could not be where I am right now without them. Um, my It's actually kind of funny because one of them is my sorority big and the other one is my theater big, Aww. which is sort of a thing that we do in my program. So I know they're both probably listening, but they totally just it changed my life forever. So, Aww. you know, all this stuff happened, but I have met the most incredible people in college and I'm so thankful. That's and I'm so, so thankful that we stayed close, you know? It's so nice. I feel like a lot of people didn't stay close with really anyone from high school. And like, to be fair, I didn't, except for you. But we text every single day. We do, yeah. And there was a period of time, like first semester, where we both kind of like fell out of communication. And I think it really was just both of us like just completely trying to get settled and things took a backseat, you know? But then we like reconnected and we're like, no, we're going to make it a priority. We're going to be communicating more often. I totally you remember I mean? this. Like, you called me I did out. call you out. Yeah, I was you were like, like, you're literally, you're like, you're not talking to me. I was like, I'm so I don't sorry. think you even I'm realized. Like, you were like, I don't, wait, you're kind of right. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally didn't. I was like, I am so sorry. I just have like a thousand and one things yeah. happening. Yeah, 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 definitely. But after that, once like reality like, hit, made that like concerted yeah, we effort. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that you know what, that's a good piece of advice. Best friends who are going to separate colleges, there will be an adjustment period for your friendship as well. But I would say like we're closer than we were when we left for college too. You know what I'm saying? You're con- oh, your friendship are. will continue yeah. to grow. It will. It will. And I think having separate experiences and everything like can definitely bring you together. Oh, it's so together. cool. Yeah. It's not, it's not just something that will divide a friendship or like, you know, make you grow apart. I don't want to say divide. That's a little dramatic, but it's definitely something that can actually like benefit you, even though that sounds kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think first semester overall was. Oh my God. Yeah. Just 2018. Period and, like, wow. Big changes. Should, oh, we, should we talk about second about. semester? We just, yeah, we just finished second kind of- semester like a few weeks ago. Wow. Oh gosh. Okay. Second semester. Well, for me, there's like so, do I even have any lows? Oh, I did write some down. We're on a dock, but we'll start with the highs because that's so much more fun. So go ahead. I mean, I don't know. You have more than me. me Okay. Second semester was pretty fantastic. It actually started out on such a low note. I literally, I'm I'm going to just expose myself here. I was like sobbing the last day of like Christmas break. Uh, Literally, it was so bad. The night before I had to go home, I was like, I don't want to go back. And it wasn't that I was like nervous about 
about going back to Penn. I just, I think coming home made me realize like how hard it was <gasps> to settle in. That first winter break ready. back is so tough. Be prepared for that. You, oh, get, you come home for five weeks so and then tough. you have to go back and it's like, I remember we were both yeah, it's shook. Like we were like, what we is were. going on? Yeah. And it's also, it's like you backtrack. You do so much work. You finally feel settled in after first semester then you go back home and you're reminded of like everything in your old life and then going back to school oh my the, God. like afterwards when you were calling me crying that night before like i've never heard you cry so hard i, I felt sick it was really bad especially i don't want my friends from penn to hear this no, like, oh no, no 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 <laughs> no 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 it's you still want to see your friends it's just almost like you're sitting there and you're like you're being so rational you're like i want them to come here i just don't want to have to like adjust yeah it's this again. fear i mean once um, we adjusted we were like yeah. yes college but yeah but that adjustment period was hard so that's how second semester started um but that ended real quick because literally the day i drove back to campus i hopped right into sorority rush because um we do bring they call it spring it's not spring we were freezing we were basically popsicles by the end of it we do spring rush and i literally hopped right into it and my mom was telling me she's like you're gonna be fine the second you hop into rush and i was like i know but i don't want to go back i was i was being delusional but the second second I got back into school and like hopped into Rush, I immediately was like, oh my god, this is going to change the game. Um, and Sorority Rush was fantastic. And just getting involved in general second semester was fantastic. So obviously, like we know how Rush ended. I ended up joining Sigma Delta Ta. I met so many people during Rush, both like freshmen and also upperclassmen. So that was just fantastic. But I think joining SDT was literally, if not the best thing, other than meeting like my first semester friends. It, it was definitely the best thing that happened to me at Penn, like That's freshman so sweet. year. I didn't even it, talk about SDT for me. I feel really bad. If any of my sisters are listening, I promise <laughs> it was a high. No, I'm sure they know that it's a high too. But it, it just becomes so so much a part of your experience. Yes, almost like absolutely. I but I, I mean, it was literally the best process. I remember calling my mom and being like, "This is going to be incredible." Like I had the most incredible conversations with seniors that were in my major in SDT, and like, and then during the new member process before we were actually. In initiated just getting to meet so many I mean not so many literally all of the girls in my freshman PC 54 of us now like it was just such a great experience and also just getting to meet upperclassmen it was an amazing experience and getting my Lynn I literally love my Lynn so much like they're my favorite people and my G-Big she's interning on Capitol Hill this semester or not this semester this summer so I'm gonna see her she's gonna be in DC I'm I didn't so know she excited, was coming but... that's amazing yeah and then my biggest um Luli she I'm so proud of her she is headed off to Seattle because she got a job in marketing for Microsoft because she's just that amazing but anyways and then my big she's off living her best life anyways so yeah joining STT was fantastic and kind of segueing back into previous semester that really fixed my issue with wanting to expand my circle and get to know more upperclassmen for sure yeah um, yeah yeah that's so, really good yeah so what was one of your highs one of my highs so you know actually it's so funny because I actually wrote more highs for first semester really i know i'm surprised so but i mean these were like big things so second semester freshman year if you're in the bfa program mm -hmm. at my school you do a showcase and part of the showcase is like being you know you do a whole audition process you're cast into a show there's an opener a closer and scenes and it was just so incredible we I mean we were spending monday through i guess tuesday through saturday 6 30 p.m to 10 30 p.m together every night 
So we all got super close, to say the least. Yeah. It was just the most incredible process. I had such a great director. I finally felt like I had a connection to everyone in my BFA class, Mm -hmm. which I hadn't felt up until that point. It was just the rehearsal process, finally being in a show. And then my parents came up to see it, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. And we just had such a great time and everybody was just so kind and hardworking. It was like, finally, everybody who cares about theater as much as I do in one show. It was literally mind-blowing i love that i know i miss it ah i really do i guess like i mean i didn't have like a specific moment in general second semester but i do remember there's several moments spent with friends just walking around like belly that was really fantastic i truly made an effort and i think most of my friend group especially once the weather got warm made a concerted effort to go and explore philly and i spent so much time downtown second semester It was really fantastic. So just like getting to explore the city, especially when everything was in bloom, was just amazing. We had so many Sunday brunches and we would just like walk over the bridge and just, it was amazing. I loved it. The pictures were so cute. Aw, thank you. (laughs) I took so many pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? You have a fashion blog, so you have an excuse. A lot of highs are like totally involved in theater too, which is good. I mean, that's what I go to school for. So, you know, I'm kind of hoping that that would happen. But (laughs) it was so weird because for so long, I just was at a plateau, especially my senior year of high school. Like I just, I hit a plateau in my training. You know, I was working really hard. I mean, I was going from rehearsal to dance class, to dance class, to voice lessons, to acting lessons, like private lessons, to college auditions. And I was at a plateau Mm -hmm. for all of college auditions. And it was just emotionally draining. But at the end of the semester, we have all of our finals and, you know, we have voice finals. So we sing in front of everyone and do scenes and stuff. And I finally like got it. I don't like to listen to myself sing. Like actually, you guys, you probably don't even believe me, but I literally don't like listening to myself. I finally did. And I was like, whoa, this is different. You know, mm-hmm. things actually started to progress for me. And so, you know, I mean, it was like a year happened and like I actually grew so much. So, you know, as an artist that's what i'm here for so it was just totally incredible yeah i bet that's really gratifying too it to is. Just see. and now I i'm here that. basically doing another semester of college in six weeks at stella adler so you know i'm hoping by the end of this there's another one of those but you know we'll I see i love that i mean that's so exciting and i definitely noticed an improvement as well like just from the very few things that i was able to see like on video you definitely improved so much so that's so exciting yeah, so exciting oh my god yeah. thank goodness i'm so happy about it though you know my confidence in my art has also improved a lot you which know? is fantastic you should be confident I mean there really was a amazing. point in time I mean okay so for those of you who went to high school with me you know I played Ariel in the spring and I remember being so anxious that in my head I would be going through the lines of the song in the scene before if I had a song in the next scene I would be going through the lyrics of the song while I was on stage doing another scene like the anxiety behind wanting to be really good was holding me back and as mm. soon as I allowed myself to be vulnerable and just like be what I am on stage it just blossomed so you know it happens (laughs) good advice for any like potential theater people or anyone really in the arts at all that like it's putting themselves out there yeah it's just like a good lesson and don't rely on other people don't expect compliments you know with anything you do you know this doesn't just relate to theater but you know people will tell you you're not doing a good job but you'll progress you know it takes a lot of no's to get a yes in anything that's that's a good piece of advice i think my last high would really just be taking classes in my major for the first 
first time. Um, so I took a bunch of, not gen eds, we didn't really have gen eds, but just classes like liberal arts classes, essentially first semester, which was great. But then second semester, I was able to take two classes in my major, um, plus a bunch of other classes and one class that ended up becoming part of my minor. I could not stop talking about how excited I was about finally taking my intro level courses for visual studies and they were fantastic. Um, so it was just really exciting to finally get to do that just because and it was truly because I mean the classes weren't offered they, for whatever reason they don't offer visual studies classes in the fall but everyone else is kind of like getting started on like testing the waters and the majors that they're interested in and I was like ah I know what major I want I just can't take the classes yet so it was really great to like <laughs> Yeah, that that was so fun for you. I know that. It was so fun. But yeah, should we talk about some of the lows? I'm so sorry, guys. We're such Debbie Downers. But no, it's like, it's so important. And you know what? I I think both of us literally, like, the highs so greatly outweigh the lows. I don't even call them lows. It's more like lessons we learned, Mm -hmm. you know? For sure. But, oh gosh, I'm going to try and, like, sum it up. I mean, I was so busy second semester. I mean, you heard me say earlier, I was in rehearsal Tuesday through Saturday. 6.30 to 10.30 from spring break until a week before finals. Mm -hmm. That on top of really 21 credits, but technically 18. And part of the process of getting your BFA in musical theater is, you know, they want to weed people out. So... (laughs) they really pushed us second semester and I was getting my butt whooped <laughs> by my teachers and I wasn't getting the straight A's that I got last semester and it was really like scary because I was like can I handle this but it was just so rewarding you know I, but because of that I mean really my lows was because I was so busy like academics came first for me second semester until the very end so like I didn't really go to any sorority events I didn't really go to any mixers or I didn't even get to go to formal which was literally so upsetting because I had rehearsal. Um, I didn't really go into the city, which I love to do. Obviously, mm. I'm here. <laughs> I didn't get to go into the city as much. And I don't know. It was good and bad. I focused solely on my art. And, you know, my art is my love. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was very rewarding. But I just didn't focus on my social life until after that ended in mid-April. But then after that, I mean, I was like, you know what? Screw sleep. <laughs> I'm, like, going to go out with my <laughs> friends whenever I want. I met Logan and Caroline, who are, like, my best friends at school now. And we started hang out every single day doing stuff together they're in my bfa class so we had already been friends but we just started hanging out every day and it was just it was the most incredible last two weeks of school i met like some really cool people that i'm gonna be you know hanging out with in the fall you know so it was mm-hmm. really fun i don't know i just met a lot of really nice people and i'm, I'm like talking about highs this is supposed to be the lows <laughs> but you guys get the point point. and like i guess i also had a very like busy um second semester class load like my my classes kicked my butt second semester. Oh my god I have never struggled so hard in classes and like the sad thing was is that I was kind of sitting there and I feel like I've definitely said this to people multiple times I was like I actually really like these classes I find them very interesting they're just really difficult and um one of the major classes that I took which long story I definitely shouldn't have been in this class like it was definitely too advanced but we ended up there and we had to stay there so I literally went to the professor and I was like look like I know I'm not doing well in your class I just wanted to make sure that you know that 
it's not because I don't care about your class. It's just really hard. And he was really chill about it. I mean, in the end, you know, I didn't get straight A's, but I ended up pulling out like A's and B's in all the classes, which was a huge like success for me, I think, just because I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to pull out. I don't know. Overall, it was a really hard semester. But, you know, I'm glad that I got to experience that because I think my first semester, the classes, they weren't easy, but they were much easier. But next semester, like in terms of difficulty, like my class load is only going to get worse from here. Oh, yes. It was good to have. Yeah. Good to have that wake up call. I would much rather have had like a semi struggle semester with two or three classes that were really difficult and then go to next semester where I'm going to have five classes that are all really hard than go from like easy A's to five terrible, really hard classes. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And I guess just like kind of going along that I wrote down like the pressure to succeed and like pen face definitely like I guess pen face is just like a thing that we talk about just people definitely put on this persona where they're just oh like everything's fine I've got it all under control when like most of us don't (laughs) so definitely like that culture I like came face to face no pun intended with that like aspect of the culture And just pressure to succeed, especially like coming up on summer, like hearing about all these internships that people are getting and like knowing logically that I don't need an internship my freshman summer. Like I'm doing things. I'm not just sitting at home doing nothing. But even if I was, freshman summer is not that key. It's okay to take a break and probably you should so you don't burn out. But still, just like that pressure and also the pressure to just do well in your classes. I mean, and I think everyone experiences that. I don't think that was unique to me, but. Yeah, I mean, I know um, for the two of us, D's don't get degrees, so. No, D's do not get degrees in my major. Actually, B's don't even get degrees in my major. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that wraps up our freshman year reflection. But I think, you know, it's really good to just talk about some overall advice that we have after having such incredible and crazy years. I guess what we could tell ourselves... If yes. we were speaking to our <laughs> yes. yeah, pre-freshman selves. <laughs> uh, the main one for me is that, like, it's inevitable that you're going to be homesick, but you just have to remember that everyone else is too, and nobody wants to talk about it. Like, it's such a weird thing because everybody wants to keep it a secret, but, like, we're all, like, super homesick, and, you know, you'll get through it, and you'll transition into this new life, and, like, it'll just feels so normal really quickly yeah and I think going off of that like people always look on social media and see how their friends are doing in school and just know that like most people are going to be homesick but you're probably not going to be able to tell because people only post the good stuff on social media like if you just went off of social media it will look like everyone is just having the time of their lives when the reality is like the majority of people are probably struggling with like some degree of of homesickness at some point it's <laughs> so funny um, emma i just texted you and that was the notification you just got us. <laughs> sorry i was like oopsies <laughs> I didn't silence my laptop. <laughs> I know. No, but seriously, like, I mean, like, I'll at myself. Literally, like, if you look at my social media, like, I looked poppin' first semester, but honestly, like, I, that was the f- toughest few months of my life by far. Like, I had never been so, you know, unhappy. But, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's really weird. And you know, people use, like, different outlets to express themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, and I think it's not that people are, like, actively hiding things. It's just no one wants to post stuff that is depressing or whatever on social media but you just have to like bear that in mind because I think we forget that when we're looking at other people's timelines but yeah everyone's going to be going through the same thing so like don't feel alone either 
Um, and then I guess like kind of going off of that, when you're at school, like I think especially since you're in an environment where a lot of people are going to be high achieving or there might be a lot of people like in Mary's case that are all like really talented in the program. Like, oh, yeah. Someone, yeah, like someone is always going to be like more talented than you, more successful than you, prettier than you, whatever. However you perceive other people, like there's always going to be someone who is doing like amazingly well. Yeah. But there's also always going to be someone who's worse off than you. And sometimes it's the same person. It's just you don't realize. You know what? So I want to even elaborate on that. (laughs) It's not even that. It's going to be there are going to be a lot of people who are you perceive as, you know, prettier, smarter, more talented. But also someone else is thinking the exact same thing about you. Holy moly. Emma is so smart and so pretty and she has everything together like I aspire to be like Emma but then Emma's you know saying wow like I wish that I had my stuff together as much as everyone else yeah well, it happens for thank me you. too like, I know you're welcome yeah I know well that, like, I mean for I'm me, saying the same thing about you but I also no, know like that, it's like, just true like it's true for everyone try and remember that and you know have faith in that try and help that build your confidence because it's really hard to have high self-esteem in college with all of the stuff that goes on <laughs> like even yeah, just like going out year. and like wearing you know less clothing than you maybe normally do or you know like trying to match up with what everyone else is doing and I mean it gets exhausting no it does and I think people definitely learn to just march to the beat of their own drum like by the end of first semester not even first semester just like really by the end of freshman year I think people kind of get a foothold but it definitely does shake up your self-image and everything for a little bit but you just have to keep it all in perspective I mean all of freshman year is totally the best way I can describe it is soul searching you know mm-hmm. the entire world that you lived in up until your freshman year of college is kind of wiped away and like it's the most beautiful thing because you're experiencing literally a whole new world like you are gonna change so much and that's gonna require you to do some soul searching and you know you're gonna learn so much about yourself and who you are and what you like what you dislike what kind of people you want to have in your life you know what kind of things that you need to sort of leave behind you know it's all part mm-hmm. of that journey for sure and i definitely think that like it's it's a good thing in the end yeah um yeah um, another piece of just like random advice that i wrote down that's like unrelated is just that like college is very expensive oh my like, god <laughs> i feel like it doesn't really matter how frugal you try and be there are so many random expenses that pop up in college that you just can't foresee but like you just have to pay oh for oh my gosh i can't even and, like, begin yeah and like obviously most people like you're not gonna have a source of income during the year so I would just say like save up major money because things are gonna pop up and also you just spend money like water even if it's just like getting a coffee oh my sometimes God. you need that but it's expensive <laughs> so. guys I had so much money coming into my freshman year of college because I had a, a graduation party and I made good amount of money and I saved it but my freshman year I was like oh my god like I had so much money so I literally was just like spending it and whatever like taking my friends out paying for ubers <laughs> And um, this semester, I was like, well, I'm officially broke. So I had to get a job <laughs> on campus part time and be frugal. It was not fun. But I mean, you know, at one point I had to use a budgeting app because I, I was paying for my own groceries, like my own medication. My mom and dad did help out, of course. 
course I wasn't paying for everything but how annoying is it to ask your mom like once a week for $10 to do this or Mm -hmm. whatever I just I've always been very financially independent in that way so and I know you have been too Emma like you just want to support your own like desires and like (laughs) it gets tough yeah no I I, like I'm not gonna say no if my parents want to help me out but in general like they've always just been like if you want it you can go buy it basically yeah (laughs) but like I guess like I got a job literally in September so I was working the entire year but at the same time things are just expensive anyways yeah just like save up as much money as you possibly can because sometimes getting a job just isn't feasible either like there aren't opportunities on campus or you just need to focus on your academics which is totally fine and you should do that I had to do that first semester like I could not so just save money because you just spend money like water and you're like where is this going (laughs) who knows I think that like the final thing that I want to say definitely I don't know how much how many minutes of content but you know a lot of things you've talked about have been kind of scary and a lot of them have been super exciting but I went into college with a super negative mindset because I don't know I was just so anxious about it that I had trouble getting excited but get excited like you put in so much work to get where you are you need to literally soak in every single moment of the next Mm -hmm. four years because when you graduate it that's it baby soak it in enjoy it understand how lucky you are to get to do that perspective Yeah. yeah fully agree with all of that and I think that's a really good note to end the podcast on reflecting on our freshman year so far we've got one down three to go scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm really excited wow and I'm excited for all of you guys who are you know going into your freshman year in the fall I'm so happy for all of you guys please like dm us and let us know what you're doing and Emma and I have really good dorm advice that, yeah. that's coming <laughs> don't even worry about that that's coming but yeah this is so exciting and best of luck to everyone yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this I mean it's been really fun for me to reflect actually no it has been it's been nice to like take a breather and just be like wait what has happened over the past like nine months <laughs> like kind of therapeutic <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure and I don't really have anything else to say except for break a leg <laughs> we'll sign off we'll sign now. off I think next week we're going to be doing some solo episodes for the next two weeks probably I think mine's I think Emma's is coming next week and mine the following week so yeah enjoy yeah. guys we'll see you next week bye bye